on the top of Lamed Ahmed Aleph. Um, just very, very quickly, although we don't have a lot of time, is a, a quick summary of what we learned yesterday. We had a three-way machlaikis. Chametz Bizman, right, Chametz during Pesach, we said that Min B'minoi is Asr, Afil B'mashu. Why? Because Rav learns like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda learns that Min B'minoi and all Isurim Shabbatayra are Asr, even B'mashu. You cannot be Mevatel, things that are Min B'minoi. Min She'enoi Minoi, right, if you mix flour in your chicken soup, which normally is, the standard is 160th, which is a nice and tam. So on Chametz Bizmanoi, Rav said, I have a special homer because of Xera, because the whole year you're used to eat Chametz, whatever the reason may be. Min She'ena is treated like Min Beminoi, and also Afidu Bemashu, right? Even though normally it's nice and tam, over here it's going to be. So that's, that's Rav's rule on Chametz on Pesach. Shaloi Bizmanoi. So min b'minoi is going to be aser because it's aser. Hametz achar pesach is aser, and therefore it's treated like kechol which I told you. Min b'minoi means you can never be mevatolit, so there's nothing to do. But shaloi b'smanoi, it's mutter as long as it's not nice and tam, as long as it's less than a, you know, more than a sixtieth bottle, right? So that's rab. Min b'minoi and min sheina b'minoi on pesach, you can do. There's nothing you can do about it. Shaloi bizman after Pesach, so it depends. Min b'minoi, there's nothing you can do about it. But min she'in b'minoi, it's nice and tam. That's Rav. Shmuel learns, chametz bizmanoi is min b'minoi. He learns like Rav, the same thing like Rav Yehuda, that it's also b'chol kula, and therefore there's nothing you can do. You cannot be mevatel min b'minoi. Flower and flower, you cannot undo it. Shaloi b'minoi, it's also like the whole Torah. He doesn't have a special gzeir on Pesach. And he says, Shaloi b'smanoi, it's also, as long as it's nice and time. If it's not nice and time, it's fine, it is. Shaloi b'smanoi, he's more meiko. Shaloi b'smanoi, he says, min b'minoi and shaloi b'minoi is mutter, even if nice and time. Even if it's nice and time. Why? Very simple, because he learns like Rab Shimon. And Rab Shimon learns that chametz shavar al Pesach is mutter. After Pesach, there is no problem with the chametz. So therefore, you don't need to be mevatel anything, okay? And finally, we have Rabbi Yechonon Shita that says, Chametz Bismanoi, he does not learn like Rabbi Yehuda. He learns that Min Beminoi and Min Shein Beminoi could be mevotel is benoist in time. He does not learn that Min Beminoi is always Asr, that you cannot undo even Bemashu. He disagrees with that. And therefore, he applies his regular standard rule, Bechala Terekula, he applies to Chametz Bismana also. And Shalai Bismana, he learns like Shmuel, that learned like Rabbi Shimon that it's not a problem. Even min b'minoi or min shalai b'minoi, everything is 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 mevotel anyway. Even if it's nice and tam, because again, chametz shabbat avapesach, he says it's not a problem. Okay, so that was that. Comes Rabba today on the top of Lamed. I don't know where you guys got to, but that's where I started this morning. So I'm a Rabba. Hilchisa chametz b'smanoi ben b'minoi ben shalai b'minoi aser b'vashu. That's the halacha like. Uh, like Rav said, that on Pesach itself we're machmer, and even min she'enoi minoi, even though ordinarily min she'enoi min is benoist and tam, over here it's going to be aser, but shaloi bezmanoi, like Rav, the shaloi bezmanoi ben b'minoi ben shaloi b'minoi mutter like Shmuel and like Rabbi Yechonon learned. Why? Because he learned like Rabbi Shimon that chametz after Pesach is not a problem. In fact, does he say that after Pesach we pass them like Rab Shimon and we don't care about the the there's no problem. Even Rab Shimon, we had this yesterday, even Rab Shimon, 
Rambam says that Minatoyah is not a problem, but still, Knoss Akadus. He did make Knoss, and he said yesterday, if you remember, we had the Barach Bayakim and, and, and Rabba were arguing, and Rabba said that the Halacha is, Oye Baba Labari, Rabari, Masu, we're going to give you a Knoss. So if we give you a Knoss, how could you tell me that it's Mutter after Pesach? What about the Knoss? The Knoss says that we should treat, give you some Isra. So he says, yeah, the Knoss was only meaning, even though Rabbi Shimon learns that in Torah, there is no problem with Chametz Rabba Lava Pesach, you're allowed to eat it, as is. The Chachamim made a, made, a, made a knas on you because you kept it over Pesach and you shouldn't have. Therefore, if you're going to take that slice of bread that was around the whole Pesach and try to eat it after Pesach, in Torah, it's not a problem. Comes up Shimon and says, I'm going to give you a knas and it's going to be awesome. However, once you mix it up, I don't care, min once you mix it up, I'm, I'm going to let you get away with it, and therefore it's not a problem. As the Rabbah, the Tamei, the Amar Rabbah, Ki Avina Be'i Rav Nachman, when we were by Rav Nachman, we kept Nafki, Sheba Yemi, the Pischa, when Pesach was over, Amalan, he told us, Puku Uzbunu, Uzbinu Chamira, the Bnei Chela. Go, you can go to ShopRite, you can buy whatever you need, don't worry about it. Why? Because he learns that there is only a problem, there's only a class of Shimon when you kept that slice of bread in your house. When you get that size of bread in your house, you are over the body of body matzah. For that, we're going to punish you, and we're going to say, don't eat it after Pesach. But to go to ShopRite, it's not a problem. It wasn't in your house. There's no body of body matzah. So immediately after Pesach, you can go to that store and buy whatever you need to buy because it wasn't in your rishos. And, and there is no problem with Chama Shabbat of Pesach. Amar Rav. is by Pesach, Rav said, if you have a Kedera, a pot, of, made of um, of cheres on Pesach, you have to break it. There is the tam of the chametz got absorbed into the pot, and there is no way to undo it, and therefore there is no solution to it. You can't use it on Pesach. You got to get destroyed. It. There's nothing to do. In those days, they didn't have a concept of selling chametz. Okay, so that's a newer invention where we just sell things that we cannot clean, but they didn't do it. So he said, "There's no choice. You got to get rid of chametz for Pesach. So break it." Frag the Gemara. Why? Put it away until after Pesach. And then even Rav said that if you're going to do it, right? if you're going to put a chicken soup into your into your flower pot, that's not a problem. And is bottle, right? as long as it's not nice and calm. But if, assuming it's not going to be nice and calm, it's good. So he says, no, the reason why he didn't want to tell people to do it is because once you're going to tell people they can keep the pot, but then they can only use it for she'enoiminoi, they can only use it for something that it's not the same min as what's absorbed in the pot, they're going to end up using it as the same min also. And then you're going to have a problem because if you remember, Rav, in the introduction that I gave, I told you that uh, Rav says that chametz achar pesach, even min uh, beminoi, is the same thing. It's aser, like it is in the whole time. Ushmur says, lo yishabu. He says, Shmuel learned like Rab Shimon, if you remember. And Rab Shimon learned that Chametz after Pesach is not a problem. So he told him, keep the pot. Put it away. Keep the pot. After Pesach, use it. I don't care what you're going to cook in it after Pesach because any remnants that it went through after Pesach is not a problem. He goes according to Heshita that he learns like Rab Shimon. He used to warn the people, this was in Rab's town, and he used to tell the people, people took advantage because Rab said you got to throw out the dishes. So after Pesach, 
in during Pesach, there was a big rush to go buy new pots, right? Everybody needed new pots. So the pot sellers took uh, advantage of it and they hiked up the prices. So Shmuel warned them, listen, guys, if you're not going to reduce the prices, you're going to keep it at normal pricing. What I'm going to do is I'm going to paskin the way I always paskin, like of Shimon. And I will tell the people that you don't really need to destroy the pots because you can just keep it for after Pesach and, and use it for, for whatever you want after Pesach. So be careful. Thank you, Kamara, but this is Shmuel speaking. So why is he threatening this? Why doesn't he actually say, He learns that he's a threat. He actually learns that the Allah is a Kwab Shimon. And Rab Shimon says that Pesach is not a problem. So why didn't he just straight up there get into base bedrooms and say, guys, there's no problem to use the same pot? Because Khamishavala Pesach is not a problem. So you say he was in the town of Rav, Asli the Rav Habas. So therefore, because he was in Rav's town, he couldn't say the halachas I can, but he did say that if I would be, you guys don't behave and you're going to keep your hijacking your prices, then even though I'm in Rab's town, I'm going to let people know that there is an alternative message to Rab. There was this oven that they rubbed like a fat, you know, fleshic fat on the oven, and then they baked bread in it. Rabbi Ba'ilai said, you never, you're not allowed to eat this bread ever. You cannot bake bread in this oven ever. Why? Because bread was a basic staple of every meal. And very likely you'll take it to your milchik meal of kutcha, which was a dairy dish. And you're going to eat it with bread. And the bread was baked in an oven with meat, with this shuman, with this fat. And the bread is there for fleshigs. So you cannot mix it. Meisvei. We have a brisa that contradicts this. It says, Ain lashin is a isa bichalab. You're not allowed to break bread, famous thing. You're not allowed to make dough. Milchik dough. Why? Because bread, again, is a basic staple. And if you're going to have a dairy bread, you may come to eat it with your meat. lash kula asura. Because you're going to come to a sin because you're going to eat it. Ain tashin is a tanusha al yabim. Tash kula asura. You're not allowed to smear the oven walls with the fat of the tail of a, of a sheep, whatever it is, because again, same problem, because it's going to make it fleshy. But, unless you're going to turn on the self-clean and burn it off. It sounds like if you do turn the oven on, you don't have to break the dish. So why did we start? Um, I have no solution for you. Over here, it sounds like just turn the self, self-clean self on and you're going to go. And you're going to be good. You have to the rabba by light. You have to. It's takashvem. So he says, "I'm a le rabbi, not a rabashi." Vichim achad eitoisa rabba by light. Am I come a rab? There is a person shabu. Now that we 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 brought it to you against rabba by light, when we said that there is a solution to this oven, what's the solution to the oven? Turn the self clean on, burn it off, and you're good to go. So why did Rab say that you got to take all your chametz dishes play cheres? And throw them out. Why can't I do the same self-clean on them? Put fire in them, and that's it. And that's why. Why do you have to break them? Amalei hasam tanushem ateches. He says, when do we say that the self-clean helps? That's when it's a metal oven that works. But kdeilashil cheres does not work. Cheres is very strong absorption uh, thing and absorbs very strongly, and you cannot even a fire doesn't get it out. We are talking about everything is talking about clay cheres, but it, the, the difference is simple. 
בבית, זה הסקר מבפנים וזה הסקר מבחוץ. The oven, you put the fire inside the oven, so it burns the wall of the oven, the fire is inside. By a pot, where do you put the fire? You don't put the fire in the pot, you put the fire below the pot. So because you're putting the fire below the pot, it's not as effective. It doesn't do the job, and therefore, Rav said, break the pot, because there's nothing to do with the pot. Frank, the Gemara, the obvious question, Be'ema, Be'chitema, Ha'chanami, Le'eved, Le'esekam, Be'bifrim. That's Rav, Rav says, go break the pot? Just take a fire, take a, a, a torch, and put it inside your pot. And there will be like an oven, where you get the, oven, the fire inside. So he says, that doesn't work. Because you're never going to do a good job because if you're going to be put a fire inside a pot, the pot is going to explode. And therefore, you're not going to do it properly. And therefore, it doesn't work. There's like this platter that used to be made of cheres. The fire used to go on the bottom. Again, because the fire is on the bottom, it's not on the... It's not like the oven where it's inside the oven. So therefore, it doesn't work. It's also, you can't clean it for Pesach. If, however, you're going to bring coals and put them on top of it, then very good. Then it becomes like an oven. Just like an oven, you're burning it from the inside and it works. So too, that works. If you have these knives on Pesach, what do you do with the knives? How are you marching them for Pesach? So Ravashi said, you know what I do? I just go buy new ones. I make new ones. So Amalei, so Rabina responded back to him. Ravashi was a very wealthy person. He told him, Okay, you rich guy, that's fine for you. But what about the rest of us that can't afford to just go buy new fives? What do we do? How are we machshir our knives? Amalei, Guess what? I never meant I go and I buy new knives. I don't buy. I make my knives as if they're new. What, what do I do? Katayu betina. Uparzilayu benura. Behadamayin lekatayu beroishchim. What I do is, the handle, which is wood, I cover up with some sort of plaster so that I can put it in the oven. Then I put the entire knife, the exposed metal, with the covered um, handle, I put it in the oven. I burn off the chametz, whatever is there. Then I take off that plaster that I put over the handle so it didn't get burned. And I put it in hot water, and I have a new knife that's clean for Pesach. You don't have to put it in the oven. Take your knife, your little knife, just dump the whole knife into hot water, which is a cleat that's directly on top of the fire, and you're good to go. This, this uh, stick, you know, the wooden stick that you sometimes like, you, you, you mix things with. Whatever, you just put it in, in a cleat. Because apparently they used to use this wooden spoon in a klivisha to mix the soup, whatever it was that they used to mix with it. So, and the rule is that whatever you use it for, meaning if you use it on a klivisha, it means it got the chametz from a klivisha. If it got the chametz from a klivisha, you could clean it off with a klivisha. If you use this spoon, let's say in a klisheni normally, then apparently you would be able to do the ahechsha for Pesach with a klisheni as well. Barminei. What about these clay uh, cheres that used to be covered with lead, right? That you use them for chametz throughout the year. How can I, can I be matched in for Pesach? So he says like this, The green ones, whatever that is, for some reason the green ones were, were, were highly absorbent. They got a lot, they absorbed a lot of the chametz. There is nothing you can do. You can't, you can't clean them up. But the question, the black ones and the white ones, my. 
And also, same thing when they have these grooves inside, even in the white ones and the black ones. Of course, they are also because they absorb too much and you can't clean it. But the question was, when I had a question was, the shimai, the ones that are smooth. I see that these dishes, when you cook, they like sweat on the outside. How do they sweat on the outside? Must mean that from the inside, it's getting absorbed through the walls and therefore it's sweating on the outside. Must mean that it's really um, uh, absorbing a lot of the chametz and therefore it's just the natural being, state of being of, of clay cheres, that they are very highly absorbent and there is nothing, and, and you can't clean them. In fact, the Gemara, if clay cheres is so absorbent that there's no way that you can clean them for Pesach, why is it different by Yain It says, the Darish Marima, Mani de Kunya, these clay cheres, um, that you, you put in Yain Nesach in it, which is Aser, even the green ones. It says with their Shari. You rinse them off and it's good. What's the difference? And what are you going to tell me? I'll tell you what the difference is. Yain Nesach is only the Rabbana. Chametz is the Raisa. But that can't be a good answer because called the Taka Rabbana came the Raisa Taka. We know that once Chacham made a Xera, such as an, 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 an um, Yain Nesach, then they apply the same rules as the Torah rules. So if for Chametz and Pesach, you can't be machshir your klicheres, you shouldn't be able to machshir it for the Yain Nesach either. The difference is simple. Chametz, you used it to warm things up. You, you cooked your bear, your, your dough in it. You did things that required heat. The Yain Nesach was cold wine. Cold wine doesn't get absorbed. I'm a rab- if you used it a whole year in cold, you can use it straight up with with uh, Pesach without a problem. Except Beisar. Beisar is where you have that starter for a challah, you know, that, that leavening agent. That's very powerful. That gets very absorbed into the peat. Because it's so strong, even when it's cold... It gets absorbed into the pot. Base charoises is a, a thing, a dish that you, you would keep, um, you know, like those uh, like pickled stuff, which is also very strong. It's also very powerful, very absorbent, and therefore, even if it's cold, it's a problem. What about these very big pots that they used to use for baking? Um, to knead the dough, because you use them a lot to knead dough, and you keep the starter, you know, the yeast, is therefore it's treated, you told me this before already, that anything that has a base is a problem. So why would I think that these large vats that they used to use for kneading dough should be any different? If it has a lot of the starter aging, agent, then then it's no good. No, she says no. Now the tema kiman de revicha shalad buavira because this pot, this dish that he used is so big, and maybe the air is shoyled in it, and somehow helps it not absorb as much. Veloy bali and it doesn't absorb. Kamash malan that even on these very big pots, um, it is uh, um, um, it, it is it does get absorbed. Now technically, this is where we stop, but I think tomorrow I'm covering also. 
and we have a few more minutes to Mayer, so I'm going to continue to the next Mishnah. And we'll get as far as we can, so we have less tomorrow. A guy lent money to a Jew, and, um, um, and, and the Jew gave him a collateral. The collateral was Chametz. Okay? So the question is going to be, who, right? Chametz Avla Pesach is a problem. So the question is, who does the Chametz belong to over here? The Chametz is collateralized for the guy on behalf of his law. The rule is, because it's collateralized to the guy, we view it as if, the Gemara is going to elaborate on this, but because it's collateralized to the guy, we view it as if it was by the guy, and therefore, Achar Pesach like every Chametz of Nachri, the Chametz of a guy, after Pesach, I can go to shop right and I can buy their Chametz, right? Because it's Chametz of a guy. So, not a problem. What about the other way around? Now, the Israel lent money with taking collateral from the guy of his chametz. So now, the same way, we're going to view his chametz as though it belongs to the Yid. Because it belongs to the Yid. And we'll see later in the Gemara that it's talking about that it's already been stated, put in the guy's house. We'll see. Yitma, Yitma. Balchoy, Malva, right? Who who has a right to collect the collateral if the guy doesn't pay. So the question is, let's say he collects on the collateral. When do we view it? And you'll see what the, the, the you know, what, what the nafkaminas over here are. Uh, Abaya says, Abaya says, it's the mafreya, which means that we view it as if you had it from the beginning of the loan. Meaning, I lent you $100 and I took your watch as a collateral. And now I collect your watch because you didn't give me $100. Is it as, as though I got the watch today, which is, let's say, 60 days after the loan was made, or do we say, no, I've had the watch from day one? Because now that we know that I didn't pay, we know that I never paid up the, you never paid up the loan, the watch was always mine from the beginning of time. So Abayah says, yeah, we view it as if I had this watch already 60, 60 days ago. The robber says, the Malvam, is not, not considered the bailim in it from day one. The bailim is considered only from today. When I go to you today, I say, where's my $100? You don't have it? Okay, give me your watch. Now that I got your watch, today it's considered as if I got it. Now the Gemara explains what the, what the consequence, what the relevance is. What do we care if it's the mafreya or that? Why it makes a difference? It says like this. What happens if the borrower, right? So um, I lent you $100, right? I lend Shimon $100. Shimon now got the money. And Shimon collateralized his watch. Now, he was maktish. If the loiva, during the in, in the interim, before he gave me the watch, right, during that 60 day, he goes ahead and he's maktish to hektish. Or the Zabin loiva. Or the loiva or Shimon goes and sells them. And he didn't, and then he didn't pay up the choib. Then everybody agrees that the watch wasn't entirely Shimon's anymore because he gave it up. He put a lien, I put a lien on it. He collateralized it for me. And therefore, it wasn't his to sell. It wasn't his to be maktish. And the sale is not a sale. And the hektish is not a hektish. And I can go and I can take it away from the guy he sold it to. Or I can go be pointed from hektish. Now, you're going to ask me. Okay, well, we'll read it and then I'll explain. Meaning, what I do is I go to Hektish, I say, sorry guys, sorry Hektish, but this watch that Shimon gave you, or is not just to you, 
guess what? It wasn't his to give it to you because it was my collateral and I collected it. The question you're going to have is why does the mission say I have to give to Hector something? It says I have to give him a dinner. So the reason is a simple reason. It's not because you really have to give them because the Hector didn't work. The reason why you give it to Hector is because we don't want it to appear as if Hector, as if people just go to Hector and just take things out without giving anything to Hector in return. So that's why it is. But really, the Hector wasn't Hal because Shimon had no right to do what he did because it wasn't his. He collateralized it. But when did Abaye and Rava argue? They argued, keep thinking the Zavid Malva. What happened if I, the lender, if I went ahead, before I knew if I'm collecting my money or if, uh, or if, I'm, getting, or if I'm getting your watch, I went ahead and I sold to someone this watch, right? I never had the, I never had the thing. I'm going to have to hang up that soon because it's going to go one more minute. So he says, Dan, most of our dinner, uh, keep thinking um, the Zavid Malva. The Akdish Malva, or I was Makdish. Abaya, I'm the Mafei who goi So even this Avazam Nebelai Pari goi Muslim Mafei Mikarbish is a goi. What's going to happen now is retroactively, it's going to according to Abaya that it goes back to Mafreya. What happens is it shows that it was mine as of sixty days ago. If it was mine as of sixty days ago, then my Mechira and my and my Hekdish worked, right? They worked, and because they worked. It's it's a good sale and a good hectic. But the shopper actish for shop is Rava says He says, No, it doesn't work. It only works up today. So the watch never was never mine. It only became mine today when I got it. So Kiba, why is that? Because Kiba because during those sixty days, if Shimon had money to give me, I wouldn't be able to take the watch. So the watch wasn't entirely mine. Oh, the watch is hashtag now, now that we've discovered that like, he doesn't have the money, the, today the watch is mine. But it's not mine up until now to do it. And uh, we'll pick up from here tomorrow.